1: Welcome to Express Yourself.
2: The surest way to corrupt a youth is to instruct him to hold in higher esteem those who think alike than those who think differently. Friedrich Nietzsche. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by its guide star and great nonprofits. Be the Star You Are, once again, wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported btsya over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsya.org. That's btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world.
3: Hi, I'm Hannah, your other host. In our first segment, I'll be detailing what exactly happens with our need for peer pressure and where it comes from. In our second segment, Kripa will give us the 411 on peer pressure. And finally, Julia will be sharing examples of peer pressure from her life and examples of how she stayed true to herself. So again, hello everyone and welcome back to my segment, Empowerment and Equality. My name is Hannah Sahoda, and I'm one of the many lovely hosts on Express Yourself Radio Show with Be The Star You Are. Today, we'll be tackling the topic of peer pressure, which is defined as a quote, A feeling that one must do the same things as other people of one's age and social group in order to be liked and respected by them. Peer pressure has been around since the dawn of time, since it's heavily ingrained in human nature and survival instincts, even prevalent in animals on a scientific basis. According to a study from the USC, which is the University of Southern California, university led by researcher georgia chrisselli on the relationship between social settings and risk-taking behavior the team led an in-depth investigation on why people tend to take more risks in group settings compared to when alone and they focused on understanding the brain's response to rewards and social reasonings in the context of decision making we as humans are conditioned to want to win So, in this experiment, participants engaged in lottery tasks, while their brain activity was measured in different sections and regions commonly associated with rewards and social reasoning. The result from their experiment was that the human brain actually places more value on winning and succeeding in a social setting rather than when alone, and how increased social motivation influences individuals to take risks they might commonly avoid when alone. This is because the medial prefrontal cortex and striatum influence social comparison on the decision processes in humans. This concept similarly applies in the context of sexuality and sexual competitions, in which many studies suggest that individuals are more prone to take risks not only to win, but to achieve a higher social status and success. It's like the phrase that Dale Earnhardt Sr. famously said, Quote, Second place is just first loser. End quote. This is a mentality both common in animals and human behavior, which means that peer pressure, as we're going to talk about, actually transcends species. Animals actually also exhibit strong incentives to be at the top of the social ranking, and dominant animals use their status to secure privileged access to resources like food and mates. Many other organizations have come to this inclusion, like the Human Frontier Science Program, Foundation por la Recherie Medicale, National Science Foundation, Agencia Nacional de la Recherche, and the Provincia Autónoma de Trento. Yeah, it's international. So the reason I even brought up this experiment to you all was to show that peer pressure isn't just a cultural aspect of society, but it's inherently and biologically present in all humans, both adolescents and adults. I see the stereotype that only teens and adolescents suffer from peer pressure, but that's mainly just bias because of the representation of quote-unquote wild teens in media, television, etc., Although adolescents' brains are still developing and they're more likely to be affected by peer pressure, all humans are in some way impacted by the concept, including you all in the audience. No one is exempt from social pressures, since that is simply the way humans function in a group setting, adjusting their behaviors to fit the norm. Now, I want to emphasize that peer pressure comes in two forms, negative peer pressure and positive peer pressure. Oftentimes, negative peer pressure comes to mind when the topic is bad. That includes situations like driving recklessly or egging someone's house or even being mean to someone in a group setting in order not to be excluded. These are factors that can be influenced by peer pressure, but I find that individuals often tend to look away from the brighter side of peer pressure, positive influences. Naturally, Being around peers who hold disciplined values such as consistently studying, academically and socially excelling, and priding themselves on effortless presentation and company will result in every single person constantly wanting to be better in order to fit the norm because as i stated before the definition of peer pressure is quote a feeling that one must do the same things as other people of one's age and social group in order to be liked or respected by them it doesn't define whether it has to be in a negative or positive scenario and i mentioned this in the other segment last week in resolutions and goals for the new year but surrounding yourself with like-minded people who have traits you personally want to emulate does in fact make a huge difference to fit in and be socially accepted you will want to be like them resulting in potentially dressing better perhaps acting more like your goals entail and overall feeling better in a high competition environment i will say this forever competition does in fact encourage motivation in people due to the science behind human biology as long as it isn't to an unhealthy degree I have to emphasize this, wanting to emulate others' positive characteristics is a good aspect of peer pressure, which I feel is often brushed aside when talking about the negative form of peer pressure, which I think isn't totally fair. Humans are strong, creative, and also different and varied, and we don't always have to view ourselves as quote, bad or quote, not able to be admired. Because that's simply not true, especially in adolescents and teens, of whom I've seen can be extremely mature while fighting for their goals and passions that other generations may frown upon. Being different is an act of rebellion that is so admirable, and I encourage everyone to keep it up. Peer pressure should only affect you to a minute degree, so I encourage everyone to make sure their own beliefs and desires true. Now, I have to make a disclaimer upon everything I just said. I just listed the positive aspects of peer pressure, but there are in fact so many negative scenarios where this concept can be applied to as well. The most common example are in social settings, where actions such as drinking, sex, the use of substances, and overall reckless behavior is applied. In this case, individuals want to fit in with their peers and be deemed socially acceptable by going along with potentially dangerous actions for the sake of, quote, winning or proving their worth to the overall group. One topic that comes to mind as I'm talking about this, which may be a little bit related but not directly linked, is something that's known as the bystander effect. The bystander effect is defined as a social psychological theory that states that individuals are less likely to help a victim in presence of other people. Then this, I think, really emulates the foundation of what peer pressure is. So basically, this effect backed up by many studies and research papers, many of which I personally read from the National Library of Medicine showed that the bigger a group of people around a struggling individual, the less likely they are to help them. I know it sounds contradictory, but many of these bystanders expect someone else to take action, and henceforth nobody does. This can also vary depending on race, gender, and sexuality, especially in white individuals helping POC in a dire situation, in which case researchers actually found the percentage can go even lower due to other factors such as bias, prejudice, and, you guessed it, peer pressure. So, this is one of the cruelest things I can imagine as a result of social norms and peer pressure we've just discussed. So, I do look upon peer pressure with a little bit of disdain as well as intrigue because it can very well result in innocent people being hurt or put in danger for a ridiculously stupid reason. It is one thing to put oneself's life as peril, but it fills me with an unimaginable fury to see morons involving other innocent people in their shenanigans. Another highlight example regarding peer pressure is excessive drinking. I personally can attest to this being in college, so I've been able to see this firsthand. And this relates to my earlier point because they often go on the road to, quote, be cool and then end up drunk driving where they could hit a person, a family, maybe someone with children, maybe someone who needed to go to the hospital to perform surgery. Peer pressure in the negative sense is not worth going through all that peril to put yourself and others in jeopardy simply to prove a point of being cool because that's idiotic. But honestly, there is an upside. From my point of view as someone in Gen Z, I'm noticing a decline in peer pressure in terms of danger nowadays. Because people at parties will often ask if you use substances and then be usually perfectly okay when you say no. I feel like in the older generations, that type of behavior was more normalized when children could fetch cigarettes for their parents and drink, or doctors prescribe cigarettes for their patients due to a lack of medical information and awareness. But nowadays, it seems like more of a personal choice, and I'm glad to see a decline in people being shamed for being sober, because a lot of people do that. Oh, and you know what? But I am not saying that substance use has gone down at all, because that would be a big, fat lie. I'm simply saying that the whole stigma of, quote, they're gonna make fun of me if I don't do it, is honestly outdated. If someone tried bullying people the way they used to, you know, and the way they show in films and media, I simply cannot imagine how many ways they could be laughed out of the room for their embarrassing behavior. But this is just from my perspective. There are still very much evil people out there, and I don't use evil lightly. But all in all, I find peer pressure a fascinating concept that can go so many ways in terms of discussion, like those stressful morality tests that are abundantly online. My advice? You should be who you want to be and be unwavering in your view of yourself. Because if you won't be you, who will?
2: I think that's just such an excellent message. And I really appreciated how you commented on just being yourself is now become kind of a brave act, staying true to yourself and your own integrity. I mean, I feel like when I was learning about peer pressure back in like second or third grade, a lot of like my teachers and other adults made it seem like it was this very like cut and dry situation, like some random guy on the street or well, one of your classmates will come up to you and be like, you should smoke the cigarette. And then obviously the answer they trained us to give was no. But I feel like in actual group settings, oftentimes the pressure is a lot more implicit in it, um, a lot more subtle in a way. So how do you think adults and teachers can kind of better prepare students going into college and going into high school and dealing with these kind of group dynamics?
3: Mm -hmm. That's actually a really interesting question. And I think that adults and teachers, I think the way that they can prevent adolescents from going into adulthood, and recklessly using drugs is to spread awareness, you know, where I'm from you know when I was I don't know if I'm older than you I'm are you in college oh no I'm just a
2: sophomore so just sophomore gone to high, school. high school
3: so I don't know if it's the same nowadays but when I was younger we had this thing where you had to sign a plea that oh I'm not gonna do drugs and they just said just say no and it was very much fear-mongering they didn't really educate you especially where I'm from like drug use really ramped up when I was in high school so a lot of people would overdose and there were quite a lot of deaths and then they started educating about the risks you know you can't really recreationally use drugs anymore especially with the uprise in fentanyl like it's honestly very scary like recreational drug use can be fatal if you don't be careful and wary so i think adults and maybe authority figures can just educate them on the health effects as a individual with like doctors in my family that's been highly effective Mm. because I've never wanted to smoke a cigarette because my family although like my mom she would always be like you'll look old your teeth (laughs) will rot your nails will rot and that's my worst fear I I don't want to look old when I'm 22 (laughs) so uh, so I feel like that would be honestly a more effective way of you know producing this material to children rather than just being like don't do it. Like, it's taboo. Like, we're not going to talk about it. Because honestly, like, nowadays, you know, with vapes, it's marketed towards children. Like, no adult is going to look at, like, unicorn cherry (laughs) or cotton candy and be like, yeah, this is going to influence me to buy it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think... The fear-mongering approach, oftentimes that just gives more of an incentive to want to experiment with this type of things because it becomes like, oh, the adults don't want me to, to like discover the secret, so I should go and try it. I feel like my school has a really great approach where they kind of teach us how to use, if we're going to use substances, which a lot of the kids are going to use substances. That's like the honest truth. Like some kids are going to stay safe and stay out of it, but some definitely will, maybe because of peer pressure, maybe just because they're experimenting and so what our school does is they try to make it as safe as possible so they teach us about fentanyl they teach us that you have to you know how to eat, eat before you drink and tips like that and because of that it, it, this was all prompted because we did have an overdose pretty recently at our school and so instead of like like a very like preventative approach where like we're not going to talk about it you just can't do it i'm appreciating that they're opening up the discussion and making it more of a question of safety you know
3: Mm hmm. Like when I first. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm sorry that you had an overdose. It's really a shame because usually you're also so young. You're what, like 16? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, 16. That's so young. And... Um, when I first entered college, what it was mandated, like your transcripts wouldn't go through, like you wouldn't be able to receive credit unless you took this specific course. And I think it's universal across the nation. And it's about alcoholism awareness. And there was also a sexual assault training. And... A lot of the topics discussed in there really emphasized, like, peer pressure. It was like, if you have a roommate maybe that throws up and is unresponsive, you should call the police. And then it really gave you group scenarios. It was like, if you're at a party and someone is harassing your friend, like, if she's drunk and a man is claiming that he's her friend, it's like, they gave you a very much a step by step on what to do, you know? And I really feel like that could be beneficial to people especially if they haven't been exposed to this kind of thing like because i know a lot of people like when you when you're fresh out of high school you're a little bit sheltered and so they might be a little bit curious and they might not know like the social you know the social etiquettes that come with like you know being safe so i just think that also came to mind when i when we were talking about like substance abuse
2: yeah, definitely. The story they tell us a lot of the time in my high school is that there were a group of kids from my high school and they kind of drove up into kind of like a mountainous place where their parents weren't really around. I mean, their parents were like, like they drove a couple of miles away from their parents. And basically they had the interesting dynamic where they were passing around a bottle and and because they didn't know their own like um, tolerances, you know, because some people can drink a lot and some people can't drink at all before they quite quickly will like um, it it could cause like death or worse, put them in the hospital and stuff like that. So um, I think I remember there was this one student, she was like a little bit smaller and she didn't really know, like she hadn't really drunk before. And because they were in this like group setting, they just kept passing the bottle around and around and no one noticed that she had passed out and they brought her to the hospital like much too late. And so just because like, I think it's really important to know to be around people that you trust especially like with peer pressure if you have a person that you know who can hold you accountable when your decision making might be a bit influenced I think that's just also a really important strategy like have the people you know who will make good decisions for you even if you feel pressured to make something
3: else you know Hmm. i totally agree and i highly emphasize the safety because like especially with peer pressure and the bystander effect the unfortunate reality is that a lot of people are not willing to help others like in a like dire situation like i know i personally would because you know i want to be a doctor in the future so obviously if i don't help people now and need like I shouldn't even go in that profession, but a lot of normal civilians, if they're walking and someone passes out, it's it's honestly really sad, but it's better to be with friends and people you trust because a lot of them would just leave them on the, the street, and it was kind of shocking to me when I first, like, I've seen it happen firsthand, like, and then obviously I had to call security to come help them, but it's... It's just a little shocking, I think, to see the effects of peer pressure for the first time in real life.
2: Yeah, it's almost, it's it's just frightening to think that you could see another person in that state and just keep going because you didn't want to ruin the fun or something like that. And it wasn't even, I, I remember in the story, it wasn't even... Um, Like the peers that eventually like called, they found her because everyone, they got scared and they ran away. And to think that like in that time of panic that you could leave behind someone who trusted you and was willing to like be very vulnerable because obviously, you know, um, drinking is very, very, puts you in a very, very vulnerable state. And to abandon someone who's vulnerable like that, it's just, it's almost despicable. Mm -hmm. But I think training people to not freeze up and not panic and know what to do. And know that even if you do do something, suppose you are smoking with someone else and you see that they've passed out or something like that, knowing that the most important thing is their safety, not whether you're going to get in trouble or get found out or something like that. I think that kind of training is super important because that can kind of override like the panic, panic mode that like peer pressure or other dynamics might put you in and help you save someone's life
3: hmm exactly and i remember when i was in high school like who you hung out with really determined like your behavior i don't know like as i said before you know it depends on the type of people you hang out with and then there's going to be different types of peer pressure right so i'm like i have to just emphasize like if you Like stay with people who you feel comfortable with and who will protect you and who embody your ideals. Do you think that would actually have more of a positive or a negative influence in their desire to be like these people that emulate all their goals? You know, I talked about it. So I was wondering your thoughts on it.
2: I think I definitely agree. You should put yourself around people who not only that you trust, but also that you aspire to be and you recognize qualities that they have that you would like to recognize in yourself. Because, I mean, if you put yourself around a bunch of people who are going to leave you when you pass out, then you eventually are going to become more cowardly and more like them. And if you put yourself around people who are like almost like role models and are brave, it puts you on like equal footing and you have something to aspire to be. I think put yourself around people who empower you to be better. And in those kind of settings, they won't desert you because those tend to be the best kind of people.
3: Mm -hmm, Especially. And I think also as women, like I personally, me in the dorms, All of, like, the women, we all stick together. Like, we have daily debrief sessions. And I don't think that's a form of bad peer pressure. I honestly think it's a form of positive peer pressure. Because we tell people, like, we tell each other what goes on. And we're like, oh, we saw something weird around this area. Or, you know, this event is happening. We should all go. And it's just, it's just, I think a beautiful thing especially since we know we're so influenced by our peers and humans just connect so well it's honestly so cute but yeah I think that's all I have to say
2: yeah I agree I mean sisterhood is so strong and it's always you know it's always the girls and the girlfriends who like stick by you in times like Mm -hmm. that I mean I really appreciated your entire segment in this conversation I think it's just so interesting to think about how we teach about peer pressure and how we equip like young people to dealing with these issues because it can be really just complex and confusing. Mm-hmm. But stay tuned for our next segment where Kirpa is going to give us another perspective on peer pressure. Make sure to donate to our charity, buy books and t shirts, and make a donation to BTSYA to support the production of our radio show at btsya.org.
4: A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN.
1: Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
5: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now,
2: back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Julia with my co-host, Hannah, and right now we have Kirpa. Hi. Hi. Hi.
3: All right, so I'll start us off, you know, since the topic is peer pressure and since this whole segment is about the topic, what is your definition of peer pressure?
4: To me personally, peer pressure is the influence from one's group or like, you know, your friends or like your peer group. An example of peer friends pressuring you or peer pressuring you is like saying, oh, drink this or eat this, even if they, even if you don't want to, like you're not comfortable with it, but they keep pressuring you to do it.
2: Yeah. So, what do you do if you encounter this kind of peer pressure? The best way to, is to say no
4: to the person who is pressuring you to do something. However, I personally understand sometimes saying no to someone's not really the easiest way to go. Um, some things I've heard from other people or from experience is to say you have to leave the situation or exit it because you know maybe say I have to go to the bathroom or I need to go to the washroom or something like that, so you can leave the situation and try to like think of how you're going to go and confront the person or fix a person afterwards
3: yeah and how do you think that friends can help you deal with peer pressure in addition to you know these methods of leaving or exiting the situation
4: um I think friends can help you deal with peer pressure if you find the same like a really good friend group that kind of believe with what you go with or have the same values or beliefs or they respect your decisions it makes it easier to say no if one person is going along with you And getting support from a trusted adult is always the best thing because they always have a lot of advice as they are elder and they can, you know, support you and make sure nothing gets more worse from what it already is.
2: Yeah, but what if your friends are peer pressuring you? Can they even do that?
4: Um, Friends can, you know, people, sometimes friends don't really know boundaries and they kind of push you to do things that you maybe don't want to do. Um, But. Actually, a lot of stresses are caused by peers or friends, and friends can pressure you into underage drinking, drugs, shoplifting, and a lot more.
3: And how exactly can peer pressure affect you?
4: Peer pressure affects you by your mental health by a lot. The effect of the, these behaviors is a decrease in self-confidence, self-worth, and distinguish yourself from family and friends. A lot of data shows that there is a direct relation between peer pressure and depression in young people.
2: Oh, so in young people, what age is peer pressure the greatest?
4: Peer pressure mostly happens in like the teen years, you know, maybe between, you know, 15 to so on but it usually tends to peak around 15. And then studies also show that teens are better at setting boundaries once they reach the age of 18.
3: Yeah. And do you think girls face more peer pressure than boys?
4: Um, I personally think girls uh, face more peer pressure than boys. Um, Many studies show that girls face more peer pressure about body image. Um, 32% of girls felt pressure about body images, versus 19% of boys and research also shows that girls feel more pressured to do better in tests and in
2: school. Oh yeah, besides like doing well in tests and school and stuff like that, what are like some other examples of peer pressure?
4: Some examples of other peer pressure is bullying others, doing drugs, dressing and acting a certain way, drinking alcohol, physical fighting, and etc. And I know that dressing and acting a certain way actually goes a long way because A lot of people with their peer, like their peer group, they tend to start acting like their friends if they're a little bit different. And I think that really isn't talked about as much, but it goes a long way.
3: Mm -hmm. And all of these I've seen are shown in film and media. So what do you think is an example of peer pressures in movies?
4: I think a great example of peer pressure in the movies is one of the most popular movies, which is Mean Girls. Um, The main character, Katie, she moves from Africa and starts to join like you know the popular girls or whatever and from there she starts to act dress and do everything just like them and I think that she changes her whole attitude starts to be more ruder towards people and I think instead of having peer pressure shown in like you know drugs and drinking which I heard is the most common it starts going more into like clothing aspect in her attitude
3: Yeah, I completely agree. Mean Girls is actually one of my favorite movies for that reason, because everyone has a different form of peer pressure. And I thought that was a great example. And so that is all the time we have for this segment. So make sure to check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Buy books and t-shirts in our store and make a donation to BTSYA. So that repeats. We're at www.bthestarur.org.
4: Want to see what Voice America is up to behind
3: the scenes? Behind
4: Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio.
0: You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now,
2: back to our star teens. Hello, you're listening to Express Yourself, and this is your host, Julia. From my experience, peer pressure lives in almost every aspect of teenage life. Like, I'll actually tell you about something that just happened to me. I was at a store with a group of friends, and as we were shopping, one of them looked around, a little nervous, and slipped a lipstick into her bag. And I saw it, waited a second, and then I saw her grab another product, elbow another one of my friends, and just the whole group of them started putting more and more stuff into their bag. And it just felt super uncomfortable to stand there and watch them steal for the store i didn't know what to say or what to do i mean they kind of looked at me awkwardly waiting for me to join in but i kind of froze up because i wasn't comfortable with stealing i mean i think stealing is wrong that's kind of what peer pressure is like in my experience it's not some like random guy or school or up your street trying to get you to do something no instead it's A lot of the time, it's when your closest friends, which are people you know and love, want you to do something you are just not comfortable with. And it's not just in person, too. Social media is another way peer pressure kind of gets zapped out of day-to-day life and blasted all over the world. Um, An easy example I can think of is the Stanley Cup. You know, like the really huge ones with the straws. These things have multiplied like crazy. And for what reason? I mean, I have one too. And in my opinion, they're just way too huge. The straw is always getting dirty and in general way overpriced. So in a way, the $35 I spent wasn't because I was upgrading from my old water bottle. Instead, I kind of paid $35 to fit in with the trend. Online peer pressure just feels intense and overwhelming because it's millions of teens all over the world telling you to do something at every swipe. I mean, scientists have done studies on this phenomenon. In an experiment, participants were told to look at three different lines on a paper, and they were called line A, line B, and line C. They were then told to name the shortest line. Just by looking at the paper, almost 100% of the people said line A because that's what almost every person says in a controlled environment. Line A was clearly the longest line. But imagine you're in a room with nine other people and you're asked to compare the lines like before. And a person comes forward and says, he got B. And then a few more people agree with him and your confidence starts to fade away and you start wondering maybe you were the one who messed up. I mean, initially, when there was only one person claiming got line B, you might um, even feel superior. You might think, oh, well, he doesn't know the real answer. But when the whole group starts saying it's line B, you start questioning yourself. So when you share your answer, do you go with the answer that you got or do you go with everyone else's? The study actually found that one-third of the people would change their answers, so that true statistical change is from purely peer pressure. A lot of the time, adults will act like peer pressure is just super cut and dry, like I said in the other segment. Like, your friend is going to ask you, do you want to steal? And you go, no, no thank you, and the conversation ends there. But a lot of the time, peer pressure is a lot more sneaky. It's indirect. You are with your friends and they start gossiping about another girl in your class. I mean, up to that point, you've had nothing against her. In fact, you guys are pretty friendly, almost friends. But now that your friends start talking about her, how she's so annoying, you implicitly start liking her less. You might even start being actively less friendly to her because you want your friends to approve of her. I mean, I've had this experience before. My friends have said, oh, we don't like so-and-so person. And I found myself kind of shying away from them and not wanting to be seen in public talking to them. What I'd like to emphasize is no is usually enough among friends who care. If they ask you to do something you're not comfortable with, no should be enough. One no is enough. But these repeated no's, if they're continuously pressuring you, that's disrespectful. And you should reconsider your relationship with a person because true friends wouldn't actively pressure you to do something you're clearly uncomfortable with. I mean, direct peer pressure just shows that the person doesn't care at all about what you want, and your relationship with them is just built on their own selfishness. I'd also recommend trying to stay away from situations where you can be pressured or you're more susceptible to being pressured. I mean, many of my friends have been at parties where people get upset because it's no fun being high alone or will call you boring for staying sober, even if you have to drive. In a group environment, when everyone is telling you the same thing, it can be hard to make good decisions. If you know a certain environment is going to put pressure on you to act in ways you're not going to feel comfortable with later, I'd recommend either trying to avoid these scenarios or bringing a back up like a friend to support your decision making. I mean, it can make just such a huge difference having one person to agree with you, especially in a kind of toxic group dynamic. Even though peer pressure can be positive, I think ultimately your decision making should be based on what you truly believe is best for you. And no matter what, make choices that will preserve the relationships that bring you joy and shut down the ones that don't.
3: All right, that was awesome. And unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. And as always, we express our gratitude to Star Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially our audio engineer, Jordan. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestoryour.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Be you, think for yourself, choose for yourself. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself.
5: Tuesday.